This week on Convincing Idiots, ladies and gentlemen, you're not going to be disappointed. We talk about Madam Webb. We talk about X-Men. We talk about the Super Bowl, the commercials, the game, the spectacle of it. And then in our main event, oh boy, here we go. It's Valentine's Day-ish. So we talk about our favorite fictional couples. All of that, some maybe some inappropriate jokes. You got to listen to find out. You know how you do that? We start it now, and let's start the show. Hi, this is Aaron from Blake Insurance. You're listening to Convincing Idiots Podcast. I'm convinced. Call it again. Convincing Idiots. Convincing Idiots. Called it ham gravy. <laughs> I informed them that I sided with the stat man, not just anyone's opinion, the stat man Brian Fisher. These kids today, yeah. Jingle All the Way is in fact the best Christmas movie of all time. I need to get grandma a present <laughs> and my herpes is flaring up. <laughs> I got it. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, yo. We're three friends representing three different generations. That's our whole shtick. That's our thing. Mm-hmm. Nick got the whole poop. Mm-hmm. I'm standing in the sea breeze, awesome. holding a turd, just mightily. I'm just going in hats. <laughs> anyway, on a lighter note. Uh... And welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the vodcast. Welcome to the broadcast. Boys and girls, welcome to the show. This is Convincing Idiots. My name's Dean. The Zenial. I'm Brian Jennings. And, well, we're again Nicholas. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think he's going to join us in a little bit if he can. Mm-hmm. Um, he's having three of his pinkies removed. Um, and when he's done with that, I think he's going to try to, uh, to join us. Yeah, don't ask where they're what, which pinkies. You know <laughs> no, what I mean? No, no, so, no, no, no. It's none of yeah. your business, really. If yeah. we're being honest. Yep, that is correct. So yeah. I will do his job again. Somebody's got and, to. That's right. And I'll remind you that uh, we are a podcast of three friends from three different generations. We get together once a week to talk about all things pop and nerd culture. You might be listening to us wherever you listen to podcasts we can be found on all major podcast platforms apple Podcasts, spotify overcast pocket cast amazon music iHeartRadio. wherever you listen to podcasts look up the convincing idiots podcast give us a free follow or subscribe and if you're able to give us a rating or review to help others find the show we appreciate that do it you ain't uh, doing anything more important yeah. than that no, fuck no. What, are you curing cancer out there? Fuck no, you're not. Right? But if you are curing cancer, don't don't worry about it. Let somebody else rate and review us. Yeah, take a break you, for a second. Yeah, you for stick For an to hour that. or so. Yeah. That's right. That's right. You might be watching us on our YouTube channel at Convincing Idiots or perhaps our YouTube music channel where it can be mm-hmm. heard or watched there. Uh, all show information can be found in two main places. Our link tree page is simply Google Link Tree Convincing Idiots is simply a page with links to our social media uh, and our website. If you go to one place, go there. It's uh, convincingidiots.wordpress.com. All show information is there. Links to new episodes, videos, bios, our merch store on tpublic.com. Uh, ways to sponsor the show, all that good stuff. And if you do anything at all, tell a friend, You know, give us a share, 
follow all that stuff. That's how we grow. And there is, yeah. Well, I wanted to mention you mentioned T Public. Yep. Uh, There is a shirt on there. Yes, you can get the dirt bag uh, shirts of us as uh, youths. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get the logo, but there's also mm-hmm. a new shirt on there of uh, the three of us walking hand in hand mm-hmm. towards a, uh, the annihilation of all mankind. It is a, it is probably you know it's a it's one of the going to be one of the finer garments you wear. So of course, look for that. Absolutely, it, it's appropriate in all all occasions. Any any business meeting. Uh, mm-hmm. Insurance seminar, wedding. You looking? You looking for something to uh, to wear during Valentine's Day? I, it's absolutely, absolutely. Actually, and your, when your you hear this Valentine's Day, it's already happened. So it's already happened because it was yesterday. Actually, we're shooting this on <laughs> Thursday. Yeah, yeah, but that's okay. You, you save it for next year. You know, or maybe some people are celebrating Valentine's Day. Or maybe looking for a late, a last-minute Valentine's Day gift. Or you're just looking for a shirt that really gets you, your partner going. Yeah. That's going to be it. Yeah. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. So, uh, actually, I'll mention uh, I'll mention a, a, another promo here, Dean, was we're talking about uh, Valentine's Day and romance. And, mm-hmm. and some people might think about actually getting married around this time yeah uh, you know what i'm saying so uh if you're watching us on video i'm wearing an ignite uh brewing company hat in wonderful uh barberton ohio in the northeast ohio area so uh, second location in brunswick if uh, second, you're out in that yes. way also that's right very nice location as well uh managed by our friend uh, joey who was on the podcast uh, previously that's right that's right. So, uh, but yeah, on the if you happen to be in this area uh, on the 29th of February, it's leap year this year, Dean. So, yeah, if you are inclined to take, take the leap, a plunge, and take the leap and mm-hmm. get married, yours truly. This is big news. This is global Huge wide news. We're breaking it tonight. That's right. Global wide news. It, you, if you want to fly over from. Fucking uh, Germany or Sweden for this? Well, who was the, I, uh, the perfectly the, great, the fantastic uh, gentleman who uh, wrote us on Facebook uh, from Africa? I, it was a nice. I think it was, it was a nice woman from South Africa. Who, from South Africa, a very nice okay. compliment the other day. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So uh, you know, if if you if you fly over from Germany or Sweden, your first two two drinks will be on the house. I, I, that would be that would be more than appropriate. Anyways. I, not, I not, a, not on in Knight's house, but it'll be on us. We will yes. buy you the, the, yeah, the, the beer. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yours truly is a certified a certified minister in the uh, wonderful state of Ohio, mm-hmm. and I could legally perform uh, weddings. So you get yourself a wedding marriage license, not a wedding license, a marriage license. Yep. Uh, show up, and I'll be happy to perform the ceremony free of charge for you. And if you happen to be already married and you just you know you thought it'd be nice to renew your vows stop on down stop on down have a nice yep. uh, delicious beer they have great food great beer selections hang out with us and uh let me marry you and 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 ladies and gentlemen this isn't a, a bit uh this no. is actually uh this is the event t- being uh, held by ignite uh mm-hmm. brian is going to be performing the ceremonies uh and this is not just like ceremony uh anybody can come uh, you go get your uh, license ahead of time, and you bring mm-hmm. the license 
to Ignite, and yep. from five to nine o'clock. That's right. On Leap Day, Brian mm-hmm. will be performing all the ceremonies that come through the door. Um, take the leap on Leap Day at Ignite Brewing. That's right. We expect hundreds of people. Hundreds. We're hoping, of right? Hundreds, if not thousands. Right. You know what I mean? So it'll be very fast. Be one of the lucky you know? ones. Yeah. And if we if we get a, a big group, maybe we can do like one of those big group ceremonies. Mm. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Yep. That'd be good. Uh, yeah, stop on down. You can find Ignite Brewing Company out there on social media, on Facebook, etc. Uh, find them for extra details on their Facebook page. Uh, or 600 Tuskworth Avenue, Barberton, Ohio. There you go. Beautiful downtown Barberton. Right next so to the movie theater. It. That's right. That's right. So that's one thing that's new. Uh, so, Dean, anything uh, anything else new with you? Then I'll you know just, just talk about what else is new, new with me. But what else is new with you, sir? Anything going okay. on? Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, well, there are some firsts here for me. Well, not mm-hmm. for me, but my son, uh, 12-year-old. Uh, boy Carter, he has never seen Dumb and Dumber, and he has never had uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. God, right? It, that's, that's I almost, thought that was strange. Well, they're not as they're not as prevalent around here until there's a little bit more recently, maybe. But there's a new right. location the one, close by. Yeah, but mm-hmm. and and that's the one we went to up on Manchester Road. Okay, and we um yeah we sat and had Kentucky Fried Chicken, and then the next day. We sat and watched Dumb and Dumber. Um, come to find out that he is, um, th- a lot of the jokes were uh, very 90s style. Um, there are some more adult jokes that he didn't quite get, but there was some stuff that he did find humorous. He he, mm-hmm. he kind of gave it a, a slight thumbs up. He enjoyed it, but it it didn't quite impact his life like it did our lives when we first saw it. <laughs> but the come to report that the... Um, the mashed potatoes and gravy did rock his world and and, and okay. did change mm-hmm. his life. Yes, so there's that. Very good stuff. Makes you want to get that, some. I haven't uh, had a long time. It was good. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I got one of those uh, great one of the bowls that has the, the the mashed potatoes, gravy, corn, chicken. Yeah. I mean, mm. just awful for your for your fucking self. But it was delicious. <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> Not the yep. worst thing I put into my fucking body. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, you know, we got to hang out a little bit. Uh, we we tonight actually before. Yeah. Actually, we we retreated to our homes to do the show, which is odd. Um. But uh, yeah, we got to hang out and have the meeting about the wedding uh, upcoming nuptials mm-hmm. for anybody who wants to join in. At, Ignite Brewing Company, 600 Tuscarora Avenue on the 29th of February, Leap Day. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, indeed. Got to get that plug in, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we'll do the show there soon, too, Dean. We'll talk about that later, though. We'll yeah. figure that out later. But yeah. But you got to get those plugs in. I mean, sure. not all of us can be Aaron Blake, because Blake Insurance is an Erie insurance company located... I'm on a roll, baby. Let's do it. <laughs> It's an Erie insurance company located right here in Barberton, Ohio. They provide auto, home, renters, and business insurance with honesty, decency, and affordability. Let me tell you, Erie insurance is above all else in service. You want to call 234-571-5359 or visit BlakeInsuranceLLC.com for your free five-minute quote today. And who knows? 
You come down to get married, you might see uh, Mr. Aaron Blake your, yourself. Who knows? He lives in town. That's right. Aaron is married to excellent service and great savings, I hear. <laughs> That's right. That's right. How about that? Mm-hmm. It's. I didn't know you knew Tasha's nickname, but you know that's <laughs> that's nice. That's right. No further comment. All right. So no. Anything else going on? Yeah. Nope. That's about it. <clears throat> you know, just right. hanging out and with the kids and and everything. Very nice. I had a nice weekend. You? I had a nice weekend last weekend. So last Friday, uh, we went out and celebrated uh, a week late. No, a day late. I shouldn't say a week late. A day. No, it was a week late. I apologize. So Joey's birthday. So my my uh, oh. beautiful daughter Peyton's boyfriend. Very nice kid. Joey. His birthday. His opinion. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Went out to La Mexicana in Talmadge, Ohio, off historic Talmadge Circle. Very good Mexican it restaurant. It is my favorite Mexican restaurant joint in the area. It, yes, it's very, very good. Great service, uh, great ownership there. And a very and it's a unique menu, too. It's, again, it's not the average Mexican food you can find some places. And drinks are very good as well. They make a great oh, margarita. Oh, yeah, their margaritas are fantastic. They got Absolutely. that... Um, where they cut the pineapple in half and fill it with, with shrimp, yes. chicken, and cheese, and then bake it, and then comes out. Oh, it's so good. Allie had like a baked potato. <laughs> it was like a like a Mexican type baked potato bowl. It was it was it just looked great. Just mm, full mm. of not unlike the probably the Kentucky Fried Chicken. This bowl of stuff. You know what right. I'm saying? But just full of love. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So. But great time celebrating uh, with the kids. It was great. Uh, Peyton Joy and her younger brother, uh, uh, Carter, went with us. Uh, so it was a nice time. We all got um, to spend time with Carters. Yeah, that's right. It's nice. That's right. Then we went to the Hop and Frog Brewery, uh, Brewery afterwards. Again, some of the you know best beer in town. Very, very good. Saturday, went to the Goodyear Theater in uh, East Akron and saw uh, Kiss Tribute Band, Mr. Speed. Has some local guys in the band. They dress up like '70s Kiss. Just a great, great show. Uh, it's a, it's a you know, definitely above average Kiss tribute show. I mean, they nice. have upscale uh, effects and they wear costumes from not that you might know, Dean, but from the Dynasty era, like the late '70s era. The dr- one drummer, the drummer is dressing up like Eric Carr, who was a drummer after Peter Chris. So he has the fox makeup and stuff. Okay. So, just a great band, a lot of fun. So if you're a KISS fan and you happen to have an opportunity to see Mr. Speed, go check them out. And, of course, Sunday was the Super Bowl. Dean will talk more about that later. Went over yep. and hung out with some friends, uh, the Cunninghams and, uh, and other folks. have been doing that for the last several years now. It's just a nice time to relax and watch the game. And, like I said, we'll talk more about the game in the show. So that's what's new with me, sir. So Very good. Yeah. Uh, have you seen anything that's going to some idiot reviews then? So have you seen anything you wish to talk about in idiot reviews? Um, well, we're going to talk. I watched the Super Bowl and we'll yep. talk about that. Uh, yep. I already talked about Dumb and Dumber. I watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the only other thing there is The Daily Show. Which, ah, yes. Once John again, John yeah. Stewart. It's only yes. on Mondays. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they'll have different hosts, you know, throughout the week. But. John Stewart is back. I loved it. I, yeah. I'm a huge fan of John Stewart. I know mm-hmm. he got some shit about uh, maybe going a little too hard on 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 Biden's age or whatnot. We're not going to get political. 
Um, I think if you've listened to this show long enough, you know where we lean to it. But I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. You got to, you know, jokes are jokes. Funny is funny. Um, I've I've said it before in this show, and I'll say it every time. That's not funny is an opinion, not yeah. a fact. Um, anything could be joked about if done correctly, and I think he did it correctly and did it quite well. So, you get both sides equal, equal, yeah, equal play. shit. Yeah, exactly. You know, so yeah, I, I agree with you. I thought it was good. I saw the uh, saw it today on uh, YouTube. Yeah, but yeah, that that's a uh, Megan had me watch this uh, Matchmaker Millionaire thing. Ah, uh, Jesus! Just getting ready so- for the future. Yeah. I just get so mad at these thing, these things until I, re- I have to remind myself that it's not real, that it's all just no. made up, you know, that that they're it's scripted essentially. It, but it's just, and it's from like 2011, so it's dated. You wouldn't think 2011 there'd be too much like <laughs> dated things, but it it does. You definitely get how and understand how old it was. Mm. And even when beyond that, just the the shallowness of some of these people doesn't mm. matter the money wise. It's just anybody willing to go on a dating show to find love. Yeah, it's you're not there to find mm. love. You're you're there to find fame or or anything else. But that's right. That's right. So that that's about it for me. What about you? Can oh, you see anything worthwhile? Yeah, if you want to find love. Come down to Ignite Brewing. No, I mean, it's so, 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 <laughs> a right. nice, nice right. segue well, you, back into the plug. You should probably already have love before you get down there. To... <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, I watched a few things. So, I, like I mentioned last Thursday, I finished the final episode of Secession on ah, HBO yes. Max. I won't spoil it, you know, but again, if you like drama series, I recommend it. It really takes a lot of twists and turns, excellent acting. It won various Emmys, you know, you know, for a reason. Deservedly show? Yeah, it, it was good. Okay. It was one of those, I, again, I'm not going to spoil the ending, but it's one of those endings where when you first watch it, it's like, is this what? a good ending? And it's and you go back and reflect and digest. It's like, yeah, it makes you reflect on it and think. And that's the point, I think, is if, okay. if it's a good ending that it's, you you think through it and you, and you, and it's like, yes. It, it was a it was a good ending for the characters, and I thought okay. it was fine. So, uh, yeah, definitely check out Secession on HBO Max again. Four seasons, plenty of TV for a while, but uh, sure. I finally got through it on Netflix. I just stumbled across it from 2007. It's like in their top ten movies right now, so they must have just acquired the the rights to stream it. Seraphim Falls. It's like a western. Uh, Liam Neeson. Piers Brosnan, there you have it. Okay, so it's huh, yeah. two, two know, finer actors that you're going to see on film. So um, Piers Brosnan is a former uh, Civil War. It's like a Confederate uh, uh, captain okay. who did some wrong to Liam Neeson, who was a, uh, a, a Southern soldier. You know, the war's over, things happen, and Liam Neeson is hunting down Pierce Brosnan basically out on the you know on the plains of the West, so it's yeah. just beautifully shot, super well acted. So, yeah. So what do like, you do? How but, do you do with that trailer? Do you like? Do you want to see James Bond against uh, Qui Gon Jinn? 
That's all we're going to say. Just fucking watch the movie. Yeah. Oh, and they're cowboys. Go. That's right. You don't need any more than that. You know what I mean? Right. Both guys are real badasses and everything. So, yeah, check that out. If if you like old Western, like a a feel of an old Western. uh, And again, two fine actors. Go check that out. Uh, I've been getting back into Shit's Creek. I kind of stopped watching it. Okay. It's now. It's not now. I don't know how long it's been on Hulu, but you can find it there. One of seasons. I just fucking love that show, man. I, I'm, I'm on season three of uh, six seasons right now. It's such an easy watch. Each episode is like 22 minutes long. You know, so if you're looking for a great comedy, God, you know, it's, it's just everyone on the show is just awesome. You know, it, it every episode makes me laugh uh, without it. Eugene Levy and his son, just fabulous. You know, so check that out if you haven't seen it or go back and revisit it. And uh, I mentioned previously there was a, a new, a newer series, The Brothers Son on Netflix, which I've already recommended. Michelle Yeoh, it's great. But there's a scene in that series that guys were sitting around and watching on tele, <clears throat> excuse me, television. A movie from 1985, Jim Cotta. It was an actual movie they were watching. Uh, it, I used to watch this movie a ton as a kid on cable. So it was every time, one of those movies, when it came on, sure. just, I watched it. You know what I'm saying? I, I kind of forgot about it, really. So I rented that over the weekend and rewatched Jim, Jim Cotta, Cotta from 85. <laughs> it's, it has Kurt, I think it's Kurt Thomas. He was a former actual Olympic gymnast that starred in this movie. Is he a great actor? No. But that's okay. But he's actually doing the stunts. Stunts. Okay. Yeah. Like there's a, there's a scene where it it makes zero sense, and that's okay. You know, it's one of those movies like it doesn't make any sense at all. But he's in the middle of a, a square type of thing, and people are closing in on him, and there's like a stone looking pummel horse. What is it? Why is it there? It doesn't matter why it's there, but it's fucking there. And he uses he, it. Of course. He gets up on this thing. And he's yeah, but this is a this is a guy. I mean, his athleticism was pretty amazing. Sure. I I've learned he since has passed on, rest in peace. But he was like, you know, doing the pummel horse thing where he's like down and he's like flipping his legs. Taking you know people. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You know, circling around, <laughs> you know, jumping up, hands it's it's stuff that makes zero sense that you would do to actually fight people. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if there's a guy doing that and you try to go in after him, you're probably going to get kicked in the head. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So get too close. Yeah. That. He does that type of stuff. He does like you know, uh, you know, beam stuff throughout. The th- it's it's flips, kicking. It's just crazy Jim campy. Jim Kata. Huh? So it's gymnastics, right. right? And karate. Jim Kata. Uh, you see? Yeah. You understand? Uh, That's right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. It's like, it's right, just, now I, now it, I want to watch it. It's like a crazy martial arts type, stupid. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like a B it's movie like the, type deal. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's like there's like a there's like a, a game, and athletes are brought in to this country that doesn't exist, and they have to compete right. in this game. Right. They have to go through this course. Right. If they make it, and of course, people's actually trying to kill them throughout the whole course. Then you get. You know something for your. The premise was in this uh, 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 that if the if you get you get like a wish, like a wish, like a grant. You have a, I, I'm going to do something in the country here. So he represented the United States, and if he won the game, 
then they were allowed to put in the first uh, Star Wars defense system for the United States, like out of this country or something along that line. So that was supposed to be a big deal. Anyway, wow. yeah. check out, yeah, it, it just, it's an hour and a half. Sit well, back, that, relax. To me, it sounds Average, uh, perfectly like it would fit in a, in a backyard movie night oh, for dude, us. It's absolutely perfect for that. Yeah. Absolutely perfect. That. Yeah. Have yourself a little, you know, relaxation and, and just check out uh, uh, Jim Cotton. And I listened to a new album, Dean. So we talked about the Grammys oh, okay. last week. Yeah. We yeah. talked about, uh, uh, you know, our rock bands. I'm doing the thumbs up on the sure. video. Uh, our rock band sort of, you know, shunned on television. Anyways, I went back and looked at who won rock uh, Grammys, and I listened to the rock album of the year by Paramore called This Is Why. It's good album. It's like an sure. alternative rock type group. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a good band. They are. They have uh, excellent vocals. The female uh, singer. Uh, Haley Williams, I believe I, is, is her name. I, yep. I don't know. I'll take your word for it. Uh, there's two versions of the album. There's like a straight, you know, standard version that they released, and there's like a remix where they brought in other artists to sing with them and remix uh, all the songs in the album, which is interesting. But yeah, go check out This Is Why, if you like alternative rock. Again, it was album of the year on the Grammys on the on the rock. It was it won both rock album and alternative rock album Grammys of the year, uh, or albums of the year, excuse me. So yeah, check it out. You find it on streaming all right uh wherever yeah that's it well i think uh i think everybody should take our recommendations absolutely absolutely and we're also going to recommend that uh take a short break out there relax i like that start watching jim Cotta if you wish mm -hmm. take a breather and then uh, come back to us uh, after the break we're gonna get into some pop culture headlines and our Ask an Idiot Question of the Week. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl a little bit and our Ask an Idiot uh, Question of the Week here coming up. I like it. Yeah, coming up after the break. Jen X. Bryan here from the Convincing Idiots podcast. If you're enjoying our show, tell a friend. And if you're not, well, tell two enemies. They sure work hard, don't they, Barney? Yeah. I hate to see them work so hard. Yeah, me too. Um, let's go around back where well, we can't see them. Gee, we ought to do something, Fred. Okay. How's about taking a nap? I, I got a better idea. Let's take a Winston break. That's it. Winston is the one filter cigarette that delivers flavor 20 times a pack. Winston's got that filter blend. Yeah, Fred. Filter blend makes the big taste difference, and only Winston has it up front where it counts. Here, ahead of the pure white filter, Winston packs rich tobaccos specially selected and specially processed for good flavor in filter smoking. Yeah, Barney, Winston tastes good, like a cigarette chug. The Flintstone has been brought to you by Winston. America's best-selling, best-tasting filter cigarette. Winston tastes good like a cigarette should.
four, three. All right, welcome back to Convincing Idiots. Nicholas, still. Mm-hmm. Maybe he comes in, maybe he doesn't. I don't know. So we'll we'll, we'll see. If he's good enough, he will. That's right. That's right. So some pop culture headlines, Dean. So another Sony Marvel movie dropped, uh, or and it, well, it didn't drop. It, it uh, debuted in the theater uh, recently. Sure, Madam Madam Web. Now, Madam Web. I bet that did fantastic. Boy, I don't know. So Dakota Johnson is in this. Uh, Don uh-huh. Johnson's uh, beautiful daughter. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, again, I don't think it's anything to do with the acting necessarily. It's just I don't know, man. I, I remember Madam Web in the comics. You know, I, I cl- I've been collecting comics off and on. I I was a pretty avid collector years ago. And she was a kind of an interesting character. I think she maybe debuted in the eighties. I want to remember that you know, if I remember correctly. You know, but was she interesting enough ago. to have her own movie, or is she should she have been a character in a Spider-Man movie? See, that's the thing with these movies. It, 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 no, is she interesting enough to have her own movie? No. Now in the comics, she was like a old lady but she could she was like a sort of like a clairvoyant type of thing she could see the future she was blind but again interesting character interesting supporting character but like you say just not a a main character and sony i mean as we know they keep trying to make these movies they have to because uh, they lose the rights is that why correct if if they don't if they don't make a uh, a Spider-Man type movie. Uh, within a few years, they lose the the rights to it, and it go it'll go back to Marvel. So that's okay. why they keep throwing out these. Um, what was it, uh, Madam Web? They, what was the last Venom? one? Um, at Venom. They've had well, Craven Venom the Hunter. Did okay. it's, Craven it's the Hunter. Become, I, yeah. I think it comes out. Is that, did that come out already? I, I think it's I later that, in the year. The thing is, nobody knows. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't know if it came out or not. Um, they did that uh, with the one with the um, where he was the bat. He was a uh, oh Morbius. Morbius, yes. The living vampire, yeah. The living yeah. vampire, yeah. <clears throat> that shit the bed too. Yeah, but but you know what? I don't think it. I think the, it, you'll take the loss of 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 the movie if you're Sony. You'll take the loss because it's cheaper. Than giving up completely the rights to these characters. So, well, it's got a terrible review uh, out there. So it's let's see the audience score. Let's see, it was sixty-two. No, no, no. That's 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 Ant Man the Wild. It's like less. It's like twenty percent range on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it's just not getting a lot of positive fanfare. I don't know. So they say, now they say this this could be the last one a Sony Marvel uh type movie perhaps. I don't know. So I guess we'll see. So you're right. I guess it comes down to what you're saying if they're trying to retain the rights there. Yeah, they just throw out something and and I guess it doesn't necessarily hurt the Marvel Spider-Man story because they're not tied together. No, but Marvel is smart enough though that where they've where they're explaining that even those shitty movies that Sony's over there doing is mm-hmm. in the Marvel universe or can be in the Marvel universe. 
simply as another uh, universe, is is it is another timeline or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So it, it they can use it if they need to, if it comes down to it, if, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they used Tobey Maguire and uh, uh, Andrew Garfield. They could use them. If, and, and I think also Sony knows that too, is, you know, hey, we get these on screen. They We can get money for them to use them later when they're doing their big secret wars where they have to have yeah. or the next Spider-Man where they have to add, you know, her in it or Morbius or whatever. So, it, I, it, again, it, it, they might not be doing good, but like, I mean, there's a strategy, I think. Man, I don't know. I, I think I saw where the the original idea was to have Tobey Maguire as the Spider-Man character in this movie, and they changed their mind, and they had this Spider-Man-looking guy. It's a whole just weird... I, it's just weird. It's like a black suit, but it's not Venom. Yeah, yeah it looks like kind of like the Spider-Man 2099 type suits. So I don't know if it's that sure. guy. I don't know. Well, that's know. the thing with Spider-Man. Is you, could, you, you could put anything out there. Because there's so many, especially Madam Web, because she can see, you know, the future and, and see all these different uh, the Spider-Man and I, ideal thing. Or like the um, the cartoon one, where it shows there's thousands yeah. of millions of Spider-Man out there. So you right, can right. do anything you want and claim, oh, it's from this universe or yeah. that universe. Right. Yeah, I suppose so. But I don't know. For me, the Spider Women characters look interesting in it. Yeah. You know. Okay. But I, I just, I have no interest in any of these movies. I still haven't seen any of the Venom movies. I've not seen Venom movies uh, were, were decent. The, the yeah. second one better than the first, but they they were pretty good. Okay, I still maybe give it a watch, but yeah. I, I don't know. I think you'd like it. I just, I've, I've been a huge Spider-Man fan forever, and as a kid, if you would have told me. They're going to have all these Spider-Man themed and villain movies. I would right. have been like super excited to see something decent. And now that it's here, I'm like, eh, I'm just not excited how they're doing it. I just don't really have much interest in it. So but that's you, just me. But, but think of it this way, Brian, is is you have all these movies that um that have ruined you for the next one. Yeah. Like if that's you were probably right. you know, if you were thirteen year old Brian and you said you know, you tell him about all these movies, like, oh my god, that's so amazing! And then the first one you show him is Madam Web. It yeah. might be, it might be his favorite. That's true. But you've been, you, you've been um, spoiled by mm -hmm. all these great ones. So when one that's, I mean, for all we know, it could be just a, a a fine, decent movie. But comparative to the great ones that have come before it, it looks lesser than. Yeah. Yeah, that that's uh, you're probably right. It's all good points. I don't know. So if you've watched it out there, let us know what you think. But uh, we'll see. We'll catch it on streaming at some point, uh, maybe. Right. All right. Well, another superhero property uh, that is getting some positive buzz that's going to debut on Disney Plus on, I believe it's March the twentieth. Please say correctly. Howard the Duck. Please say Howard the Duck. No, not not quite yet. Uh, the is a new animated series, X Men ninety seven. So, oh, yes, it picks up uh, from the end of the ninety seven cartoon series, animated series that sort of ended weirdly. I really, I watched those on occasion. I wasn't like an avid watcher mm -hmm. of that, but but it was a solid 
animated show for sure. And again, 97, these are the days before any big X-Men movie on the screen. I, I believe, I don't right. know when the first X-Men movie came out on the screen, but it was a very, very good animated show. So, and that's what this is. So the characters look like it's, it's animated similar from the nineties, from the nineties. It's got the, you know, the care, the costumes from that era. It looks really, really good. And it's getting a lot of positive buzz out there. So, uh, yes, March 20th is when it uh, debuts. So I am definitely excited for this. It's all the classic X-Men characters. It's exciting to me. So what do you think? Were you an X-Men animated series fan? Are you interested in this, or what do you think? Um, no and no. Um, <laughs> no, I just, as a kid, I, I, I was more DC. So the okay. X-Men just didn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. I was all about the, the Superman uh, animation and the Batman animation. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't an X-Men fan. So in turn, mm-hmm. I don't see the, I'm, I mean, I, I might throw it on to see what I think, but I don't think it's good. At, I have no urge to because I didn't have the urge back then. So, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, just a quick story here. Uh, I, we've talked about her several times on the podcast here. One of our favorite, uh, uh, celebrities and the world of pop culture made please some news again. Post. Please be Marky Post. No, again, not Marky oh. Post, but uh, even better. I think okay. Dolly, Dolly Parton made some news here yep. recently. Well, when you're right, you're right. Yes, I did not see this, but apparently there was a, another country singer, L. King, who yep. was singing a tribute to Dolly Parton in a recent uh, show to celebrate uh, Parton's 78th birthday. And she was okay, singing one of hers. Um, uh, what, what's her name's? Uh, what's his name's daughter? Um, uh, you can do it. Uh, uh, Saturday Night Live. Jesus, you, my, my, he's he's in all the Adam Sandler movies saying you can do it. Oh, Adam. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Rob Schneider. Sh- Rob Schneider. That's his daughter. Yes. Huh? Yes. Okay. That's Rob Schneider's daughter. I did not know that. Okay. Where apparently she was uh, a little bit had a little bit too much to drink, and she said something like "I'm hammered" and messed up some of the words and different things, and it got a lot of negative. She was trying to uh, sing Jolene, right? No, she was trying to sing "Real Love." Okay, okay, I think I think that's what it was. Uh, anyway, Do- it, Dolly came out and said, "You know, hey, she's a great girl." I'm reading a quote here, and she's going to be going through a lot lately. Uh, she's had a little too much to drink, and something along the lines of, "Let's just oh here she is." So let's just forgive that and forget it and move on because she felt worse than anybody ever could. So just saw the negative publicity. Love just Dolly, came out, right? and said, "Hey, hey, leave her alone and yeah. let's move on." Man, yeah. So I just thought that was great. National goddamn treasure that Dolly. She really Parton. is. She really mm-hmm. is. Yeah, so thank you. She really is one of our best. She really is. You know, so that's it. Just I just wanted to. I saw that. I thought that's great, and let's let's uh, let's recognize Dolly Parton again for being another class uh, class act as usual. More flowers given to the uh, to the queen. Absolutely. We know the Oscars is coming up, Dean, and um, not this year, but they're announcing a new category. I thought was kind of interesting. It's going to debut 
next year. So this is the 97th Oscars coming up in a few weeks. And this will start with the 98th ceremony for films released next year. Best casting. Well, that's so interesting. Best achievement in casting. So, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think it is interesting. So it's, it's a way, certainly, to, if it's a, you know, maybe there's a film that didn't necessarily win Best Picture, but will get an extra nod for Best Casting. So, for casting, example, perhaps. like Ocean's Eleven could, could be nominated for Best Casting. Sure. Uh, Glory could have been nominated for Best yeah. Casting. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. So now, I don't who, do, do they ahead. say who would get the trophy? Would it be the casting director? Uh, let's see here. Um, I don't know that it says that. I don't know that I have it here in the clip okay. of the article that I I Yes, casting. Yes, yes, that's it. That's exactly right. The fight for recognition of casting Good. directors. There you have it. So Good. we uh, rec recognizing people that that haven't necessarily received the proper recognition for their efforts. So I like that. There you go. That's great. And they're also talking about adding one for best stunts, which I think is very interesting. Yeah. Like that's a long time coming. I mean, these guys put their fucking bodies, blood, sweat, and tears into these jobs. And I hope they get the recognition. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Lee majors. When's the first one? Lee majors. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Took you a second. <laughs> all, the, all the time he put his, uh, uh, you know, life on the line, you know, bounty hunting, et cetera, yeah. right? And all that stuff. So, absolutely. Whether he's By jumping way, from a tall building or swinging from a vine. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I just saw a, th a, a picture of him and who played the bionic woman? Oh, what was Jamie, her name? Jamie. Jamie. I want to say Jamie Farr, but I know that's not correct. <laughs> that's, that's not correct. <laughs> At some awards ceremony not long ago that they came out, presented some type of award and got a nice yeah. uh, ovation or something like that. I thought that was pretty cool. Jamie Summers. Summers. That's right. Or was, or was that the character name? That might be the character <laughs> name, actually. Yeah. I, know, I, I know the name's uh, right in one of the, the two deals. That's all right. That's all right. We'll we'll, we'll figure it out here. We'll give it's probably Jamie Farr, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So ex it's, anyway, expand the Oscars. It's it's good. We want to see more more ways to recognize people in the movie right. business that haven't got the proper recognition. That work hard and you know why not and televise Absolutely. the fucking award while you're at it. You know what I'm saying? Don't make it one of those awards that's don't the very not shown. Least. At the very least, do a different present, like a, do a different night, or the other awards. I yes, because they do That's have right. them. They just televise it, right? That's I, right. Like the Grammys, like we talked about last week. At least put it out there for people yeah, online. Put something somewhere. Something you could do it. Just shoot it. Put it out there. Somebody will watch it. it it's it's it, you have it. It's happening. Why not put it out there for people to? Check it out, you know, motherfucker. If you can make WrestleMania two nights, you can definitely make the Oscars two nights. Yeah, get on it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, one thing that uh, people uh, definitely watched was the Super Bowl. Uh, I saw that it was the 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 highest 
televised event ever. So it's the most watched telecast. And I, th- I think I heard that beyond... I so that, roar, oh, hold yeah, on. 123 million viewers, Dean. I think only I think the the moon landing was the highest viewed event. Yep. But this was of course a tele you know a telecast event so it's the highest most or most watched highest most that's funny. Most watched telecast in US history. Pretty amazing stuff. So it's a hundred I did have the yeah but my Damn tablet! It's like I have to log into something and I can't figure it out. That's okay. The previous record last year, Super yeah. Bowl. Yep, I saw that. Fifteen point one million, and this one you had the extra viewers. Now, obviously, there's other factors as well. So, you know, several factors. You had the Usher halftime show. Certainly, you had the Kansas City Chiefs and San Francisco for So, Kansas City's uh, been there a few times. Uh, obviously, the Taylor Swift dynamic with dating Travis Kelsey. So I'm sure some folks tuned in simply to catch a glimpse of Taylor Swift. It was a good game. A close what was it? Game. Super Bowl 49 or what was it? Fifty. This was 58 was last year. Or this one. Excuse me. This one was 58. Yes. Um, yeah, so several, you know, several factors uh, made people tune in uh so that's what we're talking about here next so it was it was the highest rated thing ever on t- television yeah and that's something it's so did you watch it what are some of your favorite things i mean did you enjoy the game itself i did enjoyed the game any- more than i thought i would um yeah. i was expecting a dud or kind of boring first half was a little you know a little it was boring the first half. A little boring, but the yeah, second half defensive picked up. struggle. Mm-hmm. Yep, S- second half picked up. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't have a dog in the fight, so I didn't give a shit who won. I liked mm-hmm. that the, the the Chiefs won for the simple fact that uh, all these uh, right wing uh, MAGA people's heads fucking exploded with conspiracy theories of 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 the deep state uh, Taylor Swift agenda type shit. That we've talked about in past episodes, but I enjoyed the commercials, um, as always, as everybody does. This is anything new. Um, mm-hmm. I did keep a, a list, uh, compiled a list of some of the, my favorites and some of the better ones. That um, I mean, you had stuff from. If you don't mind, let me grab my glasses for this because you know, old. Um, first of all, let's talk about Deadpool three. It was oh, the first gosh. commercial to start off the the Super Bowl, and so Deadpool three coming in July. Was uh, it the highest viewed trailer of any trailer ever within a twenty four hour period? I believe something like that. I, I believe so. That, so. that, that broke yep. a record as well. Absolutely. Yep. So that looks are you phenomenal. excited about it? Oh my god. I was excited already, and then after watching the now the TV just had the teaser trailer, but watching the actual trailer, yep, I went and watched uh, immediately, immediately. Yeah. Like Megan's uh, down on the floor with, uh, with uh, Nora playing around, and I'm listening to the tra- you know, and I'm pulled it up on my phone. And she goes, "Didn't we just watch that?" I'm like, "No, it's the full fucking thing." <laughs> so yeah, Deadpool three, and then you got New Planet of the Apes movie coming up. Mm, mm-hmm. um, that looks cool. 
Yes. Um, so I like the continuation of all that. Yep. Um, and then you have some of the, um, well, let's go to, um, let me personally say, uh, FanDuel. Uh, in the beginning of the, uh, before the Super Bowl started, you had the FanDuel Gronk uh, kick. Mm-hmm. You could wager for free. And then if you uh, bet correctly this year, missed or got it, you get X amount of credits to to bet later. Well, I thought, he's a fucking athlete. There's no way with all this practice, he can miss two years in a row. So I bet that he'd kick it right through the fucking uprights, and... Nope. Nope. I was wrong. So... Mm -hmm. All right. So, Brian, we have some of these other... um, Some of the other better ones. You have Mountain Dew with uh, Aubrey Plaza and Nick Offerman, um, where she's kind of playing her Aubrey Plaza character uh, about Mountain Dew. Yeah, and then Nick Mm -hmm. Offerman is flying. I think he was on a dragon next to her. Mm Mm-hmm. That was good to see them together. I mean, anytime Ron Swanson mustache again. Yeah, it was, good. It was, it yep. was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that I loved, um, me being a professional wrestling fan, uh, the Kawasaki Ridge uh, ad. It had mullets. St- yeah, mullets. It had the bear had the mullet, <laughs> but then at the end, you had Steve Stone Cold Steve Austin had the mullet. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that one. Um, um, being a Ted Lasso fan, I enjoyed the Mick Ultra one with Messi. Uh, Jason Sudeikis and Dan mm-hmm. Marino. That was fun. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm not. Um, I for, forgive me, uh, out of country listeners, but I'm not the biggest soccer fan, so I didn't know. My son had to tell me who Messi was. I'm like, <laughs> is that guy famous? He goes, Dad, that's Messi. I'm like, oh, he he looks clean. And then I got the the, the look when I make a dad joke. Um. The, oh, the really the, the one is uh, Sarah Bay. The the face cream with yeah, Michael Sarah, yeah. where he was uh, kind of doing like he invented it because the name Sarah Sarah Vey. that was fun. Um, and if this if if I'm getting boring on this, uh, let me know, Brian, because I again I took meticulous notes. I had my notebook, and then you know if I needed to go do something, you know, grab a uh, drink or or whatever. I waited till the game was on. <laughs> I was making notes. For a, a lot of people do that. I'm sure. Um, how many have you mentioned so far? Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven. Yeah, I'll give you your top ten. All right. Um, all right. So the Christopher Walken BMW one. I can actually. I'm going to rattle these off real quick, and then you stop right. me if 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 you want to uh, talk about any. You have the uh, BMW Christopher Walken. I, I like that. His thing. That was fun. Yeah. That was good. I have to imagine, you know, that he's probably one of the most imitated celebrities right. out so it's, there. It, it's good to see that he has a sense of humor about it. Yeah. And then speaking of sense of humor, you have the State Farm, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I love that. That, that might yep. have been my overall favorite. I thought and that then was at the end clever. with Danny DeVito being there. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I really like uh, that. Again, that's, that's another one where Arnold is not afraid yeah. to make fun of his own accent and everything. So I, right. I, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. Then you have the homes.com. Uh, you, you, know, you, you mentioned your fan of Schitt's Creeks where you had uh, Dan Levy and Jeff yep. Goldblum. That was fun. Yep. yep. Uh, the Teen Mobile Auditions. Um, you have Dunkin' Donuts, the Ben Affleck, uh, Matt Damon, Jennifer Lopez. That was good. I guess there's like a four-minute uh, commercial like you could watch online. 
It's like wow. four minutes long. Um, United Airlines with uh, Kyle Chandler giving the, the Cleveland Browns speech about waiting. You don't have to wait till next year. Book your flight. Be that much of a fan that you know that you're going to be that your Browns fans. You're going to be in the Super Bowl. And then at the end, they say you know, something about reality and and or you can cancel at the last minute. <laughs> type thing. <laughs> As a Browns fan, it sucks, but it was funny. <laughs> um, then you have the you know you, the more serious one. You have the NFL International uh, Africa mm-hmm. spot. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like the Paramount Patrick Stewart uh, where they ripped off his clothes and he was in the old timey football thing. Uh, uniform Arnold, the the football, yeah, the football hit. Yeah, Arnold. Yep. I'm not throwing a kid. I'll throw the kid. (laughs) Um, Verizon with Beyonce. You know, she's she's always fantastic. Everything she does. That's right. Bud Light's genie with Peyton Manning and Post Malone was a good spot. Yeah, that was cute. Yep. Um. Drumstick. <laughs> if I can do the drumstick thing, but I giggled like an idiot for Doctor Umstick. It's <laughs> <That's> funny. <laughs> uh, and Eric Andre being the sick passenger. Um, and then uh, the last one I'm going to mention: uh, Doritos Grannies. Mm-hmm. Not a great spot, but I cannot not mention Jenna Ortega. So yeah, that's right. Anytime she gets to be on my screen, I'm a happy pup. So. That's the list, quick list that I uh, compiled for the Super no, Bowl half or commercials. Those are all good ones, and one I, I don't know if you mentioned or not, but I, I like the seeing the Clydesdales again on Budweiser. Yeah, yeah that was old, nice. The old school delivery with the dog, and yep. I mean it's it's it it harkens back to those crazy over the top Budweiser. Yeah, they're delivering the the beer and the snow and the yep. wagon to get to the bar. It's just like. That would never happen in a thousand of years. Not. But that's okay. But right, you know, you got to get the drunks their their keg is up there in the snowstorm at the bar. They can't just go home or have a different type of beer or something like that. You know, which I mean, you say it's crazy, but normally. that's actually kind of how I got to do my job sometimes. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I got to get some horses and uh... can't, can't get up there to Parma. We got to get, get the that's wagon, right. get the ignite <laughs> horses out of the uh, the the barn there. I Absolutely. follow a, 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 a random mm-hmm. golden retriever running down the street, assuming yep. he knows where I'm going. That's right. Yeah. Yep. I think Seth has the the horses, uh, two three horses on his property or something That's like right. that. I think. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Takes care of them. Yep. No, I think all the all the commercials you touched on, I think, is definitely a lot of my favorites there as well. I don't think there was anything else that Mayo the cat was kind of funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think the other ones that you, you touched on, too, were some of my favorites. The worth remembering was kind of funny. was like people kind of forgot, you know, Uber Eats. You for, you know, it's like oh, something yeah. that they forgot yeah, yeah. like 10 years of their life because maybe they were so hungry or something like that. And you had, uh, you know, Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer. It's like she didn't remember right. working with him or something like that. So, that was fun. Yeah, that was pretty good. So... Yeah, but overall, I thought that I, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to remember year to year the commercials, but I thought there were more memorable ones this year than last year or two. I think if I remember See, for me, it's hard. But... It, for me, it's hard to say because, like, I've never like meticulously done what I did this year. And okay. I think writing them down, like studying, almost, you know, it made me remember them like yeah. if i didn't have this like i remember last year we talked about it and you guys would bring up one and be like 
Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Um, but I don't know which one for me would have stuck out the most if I hadn't done this. So it's okay. kind of un- well, unfair to my brain at this point. No, that's good. The Pringles one was kind of funny with Chris Pratt with a mustache and everything. But, oh yeah, yeah, that was yeah. good. Anyway, all right, all right. So, what do you think of the halftime show, Usher? Um, I was I was putting kids to bed halfway into it, so okay. like I wrote down here, uh, halftime show, Usher and Alicia Keys. Come to find out later that more people joined him. Yes, I didn't catch that second part, but l- what I did see of it, just fine. I mean. He's a great performer, great singer. Yeah. Alicia Keys has got an amazing voice; always has. Mm-hmm. It's it's it was a good show. I, I didn't find anything wrong with it. Yeah, I, I can't say it was necessarily nothing nothing against them. I just not the type yeah. of music I normally seek out. But sure, I tell you what, man, it was a well produced yep. show, and that fucking guy he were he, he was a motherfucking performer, man. I mean, I, yeah, he he went to work. I, I think he would sound like he was actually singing several. Yeah. Uh, uh, quick changes and just seamless that camera was following him around and he was just seamlessly singing and moving and sweat and fucking roller skating i mean god yeah so yeah it could work at, yeah it, it definitely did work very very good performance so i thought it was it was a lot of fun and it's you know, certainly harking back to some of the old school uh, songs as well that he's yeah you know, so I thought it was good and you already mentioned the game itself was was great it's only the second Super Bowl that went to overtime ever it was the seventh longest game in NFL history really How about, yeah. yeah okay it, it just it just set up perfectly yeah the perfect opportunity at the end of the game in overtime where you know, Patrick Mahomes he, he had an opportunity to drive the team for a championship winning drive and solidify himself as one of the greatest NFL quarterbacks ever. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. Took him right down the feet. So now he has cemented himself as one of the all-time greats. Three Super Bowls, three MVPs. I don't know if you could give it all to him. Because one of the, one of the greatest, I didn't say the no, greatest. No, well, no, no, no. But I'm just saying is 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 like his performance. You can't put it all on him, Brian. Uh, there was a quick shot of of Taylor Swift. She did this twitching of her nose thing, and I heard some jingling <laughs> happening. That's and right. and before you know it, yep. he's going down the field. Yep, like a boss. That's right. That's right. She had a fucking uh, I think Donald Trump uh, voodoo doll or something yep. like that. Yep. Yep. And next thing you know, that yeah, championship winning drive. That's it. Yep. Sometimes that's the way life hits you. Ah, uh, that's right. That's right. So, so on that note, all right. So obviously, we watched the game. A lot of people watched the game. Mm-hmm. Why? Why is the Super Bowl still so popular? Why do you think it's something that people just come together and watch? I mean, what what is what about it? What makes it special? Do you watch it every year? Why do you watch it every year? Why do you think other people watch it every year? This is our ask an idiot question of the week now. So go ahead. Um, I think honestly, it it's a community thing. Mm-hmm. Um, especially now, Every, everything's gone to streaming. Everything goes to, um, you know, your individual taste that you're able to to watch when you want what you want. The appointment television essentially is dead. Mm-hmm. So yes. 
Right. <clears throat> with that, I think if you go once a year and go, everybody, you do your own thing throughout the year, but this, this time, this date, this is the time we're all going to get back together. That's right. One time a year. Yep. Um, there's nothing else going on. Like it's not not hell. It could have been back in the day the ball dropping, but mm-hmm. now people are doing their own thing. You're you're drunk doing this. You're you're off doing that. There's multiple ball droppings. There's not That's multiple right. Super Bowls happening. Nope. This is America's appointment. No, this is the world's appointment television. Hmm. I was watching a thing where they were showing parties in all sorts of countries watching the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So this is this gives us the nostalgia. This harkens back to a time when we did all sit down and watch the fucking moon landing. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's a little dramatic, but you get the point. Um, watch the mash finale, for example. Right, right. Everybody collectively held hands and just kind of squeezed a little bit, and when when Hawkeye put his thumb up and had that chopper raised in the air and you heard the last, the, the last theme song and Trapper had, or not Trapper, but uh, BJ had, had written goodbye in, mm-hmm. in, in rocks. So uh, Hawkeye could see it. Mm-hmm. We don't have that anymore. Right. Except for the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's no, it. you're right. You think about all the other opinion. That's 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 a very good point. You're right. All the other major sporting events, you know, all the championships are a series. Yeah, they're know. long. The, they're, they're days. They're yeah, and then a couple days in between them. And yeah, unless there's a game seven. Unless there's a game seven, that sure. somebody's going to win this game tonight. You know, if you, and if you're an avid baseball or basketball fan or something like that, you probably tune in and see. Okay, this, this someone's going to walk out of here with a championship. Uh, you're right. It's the it's there's no series. It's one and, game. And even in that, this even in, in game seven, Brian, you don't have the spectacle. Right. That's right. You don't have the millions of dollars per commercial that people mm-hmm. pay to to get all of us to watch. You don't have the the giant entertainment concert that the Super Bowl has. It's just everything has come together, been produced, and they've spent fifty eight years perfecting it. Yes. And they have. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And, it, it, and you know, of course, it's people will watch the game. That's not necessarily a football fan for other Absolute. reasons. There's Absolute. plenty of people that watch that game just for the commercials. There's plenty of mm-hmm. people that watch the game just to see Usher. There's plenty of people that watch the game to catch a glimpse of Taylor Swift. Yeah, you know, some people just went to a party. Their friends are having a party. It's a chic, you know, it's a fun thing to do. They're not really a football fan, but everybody's bringing stuff over. Everybody, and they, they get or, or they bet on it. They get a little square. Sure. That's yeah. right. That's right. Well, they bet now, of course, with all the apps and everything else. And yeah. they're, they're tuning in for that reason or what have you. So, yeah, a lot of factors. But you're right. I only, that, yep. Go ahead. I only tuned in in hopes to get a glimpse of Jamie Farr. But, alas, I didn't get to see him. Wasn't there again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe yeah. next year. Yep. Yep. That was good. Like I said, it's a time to set aside and just, you know, like just like I did, we did. It's look forward to just sitting down and hanging out with friends. I don't like to go out for that game. I like to go to someone's house, sit down, yep. bring food over, relax, chill out. And for like three hours, 
that's what everybody's focused on. You're, everything else kind of goes aside for a minute and you're just relaxing, enjoying the game, and you see something that you could talk about and everything else. So, just yeah, in the first year for us, we, we sat with the kids, just the four of us. That's nice. Meg and I and the two kids, and, and the kids watched, and, and we enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It was fun. Yep. I didn't have a drink of uh, beer or anything. I think I had a cup of coffee while watching. That's great. No, that's wonderful. That's it great. Was nice. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't think it's. Kids got I, hammered, though. <laughs> Nor serving that, uh, serving the, you know, the, the the drinks again. Yeah, I don't know. She's, she's a mean drunk. Yeah, she beat my ass. Sucker punch. I don't for. see. I don't see any other event. Like you said, it's the appointment television for. I think you said the best for the world. It's a. I don't know that anything, anytime soon, is going to. Unseat and unseated. It's again, like you say, with the world and streaming, no one watches live television anymore. No, barely that's the thing. Anything, that's, you know? I wish I could pull that uh, uh, thing up, but I had the stats. It was, it was like a hundred and fifty, hundred and we'll just say like 158 million, whatever. Mm-hmm. Three million of it was from streaming. Uh, Paramount wow. Plus was streaming it live, and somebody else was streaming it live. Paramount Plus had the the bigger rating in the streaming, but mm-hmm. uh, that's eight, you know eight million people streaming. Mm-hmm. Any any network show would love to have eight million. <laughs> would die. Oh my god! Die sure. to have just eight million people. Let, let and that was just from fucking streaming. Yeah, no, you're right. And all of the you gotta also think about it this way, Brian, is you it's not eyeballs. Mm-hmm. It's not just eyeballs on the product. That was 158 million TVs. Right. And 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 you have you have multiple people sitting at those TVs. You have multiple people um sitting at at the bar. Mm-hmm. So again, that calculation of how many people watched was televisions, was screens watched, not the amount of people watching them. Incredible. That's right. That's right. That's what I've been saying this whole time. It is incredible. Fucking incredible. Oh, we were ju- we were just talking about your sex tape, uh, Nick. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I've been yeah. getting a lot of positive feedback on that. So <laughs> yeah, I appreciate a lot the of people watched that. We did well, not know a donkey could. Brian, what were you going to say? <laughs> can really give her. <laughs> yes, that's right. You got to put them just that right way. <laughs> well, almost as equal, equally exciting as uh, as the Usher performance. Uh, the great uh, Millennial Nick has joined the this great. episode. Yes, wow! Right. When I Ladies came in like last week, uh, it was like you guys just blew me off and said, "Oh, let us finish talking." While he gets a the great Millennial, the great wow. Okay. Well, I mean, maybe someday, if yep. you could be great, then you could get that kind of welcome as well. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Well, Nick, we're, we're talking about hope. the Super Bowl. We're talking about yeah. the Super Bowl here. So Super Bowl. Is, we're finishing up our ask you. So uh, what is it about? Did you watch the game? And what is appealing to you? And why do you think it's must-see TV? 
I assume one of you gentlemen have already kind of discovered this or uh, talked about this angle, but it's a cultural thing, right? Like it's a, it, mm. it, it is a societal call. It's one of the few things we still have, what was streaming and everything. It's one of the few live events that you tune in and watch. Um, and it's not only the game in and of itself. It's, you know, the halftime show, it's the commercials. That's I, to me, that's probably the biggest one. Uh, I wasn't particularly looking like super forward to this year's Super Bowl matchup, although both teams were very good and it was an incredible game, especially defensively mm-hmm. speaking. But um, it's still, I make a point if I'm going to get up to do anything, to get a drink or to go run and do something, I wait till the game's in progress. <laughs> I don't do it when the commercials are on because I want to see the commercials. And essentially, that's what everybody's going to be talking about the next day. So commercials are like the thing. Um, so I think motherfucker would bring a new take to the show, but no. <laughs> Um, I would also, I would also like to uh, ask you, gentlemen, if you were aware of how the Super Bowl halftime show came to be. Are either of you aware the the, no. the story? Nope. So the Super Bowl um, halftime yes. show. Okay. Go. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, it, it started in a Tijuana at a donkey show. Um. Mm-hmm. The guy walked in and, and watched, you know, probably about half of it, and realized. Something like this really should be done while people were playing football. And, um, sure. you know, and then he called you and, and mm-hmm. asked if you were busy. You said yeah. no. So I, 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 I think that's like, when you started. We're going to take pretty- Usher with the ab shirt anyway. Um, sorry. <laughs> we already had a backup plan and we really like the Usher with the ab shirt right. thing. Um, so let's, we're going to go do that, the sparkles and the, and the abs. They really just stole your thunder, really. They did. Yeah, they really did. Tell mm-hmm. me deep. Why'd you ask if you weren't going to go with me? Why'd you <laughs> even fucking ask? Assholes. Um, no, so apparently, like, uh, I don't know the exact year, but, you know, but the, the, the reason will, will give you a time frame. For many years, the Super Bowl halftime show was, uh, not necessarily a big musical act or something like that. Alternative programming uh, would essentially start to put on things during the Super Bowl halftime to draw away ratings so that while the halftime show was going on and in living color was a big, like in living color, I think was one of the main shows that started it. uh, And they would draw attention away from the Super Bowl and have people tune in to them and the NFL Mm. To combat this, we're like we have. I remember to get... wrestling had had a halftime show once. Yeah, right. So there was all kinds of across different major uh, cable networks. They had alternative programming in order to, to to have that time to get people to to lure them away from the Super Bowl, and then they go back and watch the second half. So at the time, you know, they were the NFL's like, no, we need something. We need people's eyes on this game the entire time. So that's where it started with the big Super Bowl halftime shows and things like that and getting, you know, top name uh, artists, top build, build artists and stuff like that for the Super Bowl halftime show. I heard that on another podcast this week, and I thought mm. that was pretty interesting because I was not really aware of that. Um, like you said, Dean, I do remember when there were other things like during the Super Bowl, yeah. tune into this. Halftime heat, you know, it was called. That was then another ch- then on another channel, mm-hmm. but it was, you know, I, I didn't really think about it like that before and you know as you as you notice as time has gone on there just is no more of that people just assume basically super bowl sunday like your programming's fucking shot like you're not gonna air anything yep. of nope. any worth on super bowl sunday because it's just too much to compete with but yeah i thought that was pretty interesting but yeah to, in short <laughs> long story the pre-game longer, started at like fucking 10 in the morning yeah right yeah it's like i said it's an all-day affair um but yeah i think it's just one of those things that like it, it's a it's a still a sense of community right the like gilligan's, everybody... Mar- gilligan's island marathon up until um kickoff i turned it out yeah pretty much uh, yeah. about an hour before kickoff 
Okay. I watched Gilligan's Island for the for the day. Okay. I would say that's a joke, but I believe that you actually did that. That's 100% true. <laughs> but it is a, uh, you know, it's one of those last few things that we still have, like, culturally, everybody tunes into. Everybody talks about the next day. Did you see this commercial? Did you see? And that's the thing, too. It's like, yeah, with so many other events or shows or whatever, you could record it and watch it later, but you're not going to get all the same, you know, uh, commercials and stuff like that. So it's just kind of one of those things Water you still got to see talk. in real time. Water cooler talk, yeah. Ah, Water cooler. That we yeah. said. It took me a minute to. No, no, play it that, back but that's Water the point cooler. of what yeah, you're no, talking about. Is, the, yeah. the next day. Yeah. You know, people are, oh, did you see this? Did you see that? That used to be called water cooler talk because you'd, mm-hmm. you know, on your break, you'd sit around the water cooler and talk about what you watched or saw the night before. All right. <laughs> just like, are we, we are, I don't know what you're expecting. I was, I was, it, it Brian, was I'm so just, sorry. Has it been this dull from him the entire time? I'm so no, sorry. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> we, uh, and we're water goddamn co- delight. We're water cooler talk every, every Tuesday morning. It's exactly. several offices uh, globally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite certain. That's right. So, all right, good stuff here, guys. So we're going to, uh, well, Nick just rejoined us, but we're, we're going to I could give really him. use a break. I've really been yeah. working up a sweat over here. We'll give him another break. And then uh, yesterday was Valentine's Day. So in honor of Valentine's Day, we're going to talk about some of our Sex. favorite uh, positions. Yep. Oh. Power couples and power bottoms. There you go. There you go. That's right. <laughs> uh, could be that or it could be favorite uh, fictional couples. Don't know. The only way you're going to know is to come back after the break. Four, three, two. And welcome back to segment number three of Convincing Idiots. I am Millennial Nick, along with Gen X Brian and Zenial Dean, and this fella down here. Snidely Whiplash. Snidely Whiplash. There you go. Today, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're going to talk about mm. love. Valentine's Day is upon us. And in the spirit love of love, strange. we would like to talk about some of our yeah. all-time do do favorite. No, you don't. It's just me and Brian showing love. Stop. I got it. Look, you did no. it for me, too. Me and Brian do it for each other, not you. Yeah, I know you and, do. Um, <laughs> Smell your fingers all the time. <laughs> anyway, in the spirit of smelling fingers and Valentine's Day, we are going to discuss mm-hmm. some of our favorite fictional couples in media. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Dean, can't be why don't because since your two love is real? Well, that's true, Dean. Why don't since you're the third man out, the third wheel? Uh, why don't mm-hmm. you start and tell us uh, one of your favorite fictional couples? Again, it can't be me and your mom because that's real fucking good. That's just real. All right, number one on my list. Um, I'm gonna go with the Flintstones, but not who you think. I'm going the beautiful Barney and Betty. Mm. Rubble. Those two uh, get people want to overlook them and go with their uh, parts together. That's what they're doing. You know that little guy, you know, he's he's put the shocker in there. You know, he knows what he's doing. So, yeah, um, she was a smoke show. He's probably mm-hmm. packing like a goddamn hog. 
Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> just so as tall as these wine, fucking yeah. girth for days. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn Pringle can up in that bitch. <laughs> so if you're looking, like, I, I took my list and I judged on who would I want to see in a sex tape, and number one on my list is absolutely Betty and Barney Rubble. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. You know, I, I will add there on a serious note, by the way. So, <laughs> <I can't. uh-oh. laughs> there is nothing <laughs> not serious about the conversation that we just had, Brian. Yeah, what the fuck? I, yeah. No, but I, as you guys know, I am an adopted child. And on the Flintstones, it, it a, Barney and Betty adopted a child. So, Bam Bam, as you may or may not yeah, remember, I did not know. I did not realize that uh, yes. he was adopted. Oh, okay. He was an adopted child on the show. And it was sort of a thing where, uh, I, you know, it's a cartoon. They weren't getting into, the, you know, why are they adopting a child? But sure. Was, they, had, they had some excitement <laughs> struggles to well, adopt well, him. Well, friends, Betty's infertile, so <laughs> we had to adopt. <laughs> no, but as an adopted it's kid, it was cool. Legs out of my uh, Pringles can. Whatever, I've got no choice. But it was got cool all this to thing, see. no buck. You know what I mean? Hey. <laughs> Pulls down his pants. It's a living. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, that is very nice. Right. Is, and we yeah. just took very Brian's sweet ass sentiment, and, sentiment and ruined it with well, with Pringle can dick jokes. That's right. I'm going. I'm going next. I'm going to continue the uh, the trend of the Flintstones. One of my favorites is Fred and Wilma Flintstone. There we go. I I used to watch the Flintstones a ton as a kid growing up on reruns. As you you know, as you may or may not know, it was a I know you guys know, but it was a when Flintstones was on television, it was a prime time show. It was it was made for an adult audience originally, so it sort of had that honeymooners you know, theme to it. Um, and I, if I'm not mistaken, less ideals towards spousal abuse. <laughs> but definitely, some of the earlier episodes, especially, had some more of adult humor type jokes and all that. But I, if I'm not mistaken, the first. You know, Fred and Wilma were depicted on television as a married couple doing something that I don't believe any other couple was shown on television doing until the Flintstones, if I'm not mistaken. Ah, uh, cuckolding. Nope. <laughs> uh, one of the first married that couples on television. really giving it to her. And to live. One of the first married couples to be depicted sleeping in the same bed on television was Fred oh, and Wilma. Oh, risque. If you think back to some of the old black and white sitcoms and all that, like Bewitched, etc., separate beds. Yeah, that's right. That's, hmm. that's, that's true. strange. It's just strange. If it never happened in real life, maybe. You know, I don't know. But normally, maybe some couples. But anyway, Fred and Wilma slept in the same that's actually bed. How, that's actually how uh, Megan and I's bedroom is set up, is, is two separate <laughs> beds. And then once a month, we, you know, push them together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike Fred, you know, Fred, you know, that's actually how he landed Wilma. Not a lot of people know mm-hmm. this, but um, she went to the bowling alley and he watched him put his three fingers in and then mm-hmm. on his twinkle toes, ding, 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 and, and, and just rocked that ball down the, the, the lane. And she, she fainted. And uh, she's like, next, please. Nick, what do you got? 
Um, I would like to bring a uh, very lovely couple to the table. Very pure, very wonderful mm-hmm. couple. They got together when they were just kids. And uh, I'm going to go with Corey and Topanga from Boy Meets World, the popular yeah. uh, 90s yeah. sitcom. You know mm-hmm. what? Corey fell in love with Topanga almost immediately um, Not when they were in middle school. Well, yeah, they kind of got off. She was the, he, the, 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 her first few episodes, her first season. She was yeah. the annoying, nerdy sure, girl. Sure, she was the know-it-all and very. There was that right. contentious. And then, and then the of, next yeah. season, they're like, okay, let's change her character and, yeah. and make it. But okay, so puberty hits. Uh, some of the you notice the nerdy girl. You're like, you Whoa. may be feeling about each other start to change and things like that. Curls on his head from, stood straight up. From a very young age in middle school, uh, and you know, Corey and Topanga, they they uh, dated through their uh, school years and uh, through college, end up getting married on the show. It's just a, it's a nice story. They had their ups and downs. Uh, they learned together. They grew together. They grew into adults together. And the daughter, uh, when where she her she even met this world. That's right. Yeah, there was a spinoff, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. On uh, Dis- was it? Dis- I think Disney, Disney Plus or something did a yeah. Yeah. For Disney Channel, but yeah, Girl Girl Meets World. World. That's right. Mm-hmm. No, I that's think right. I watched two episodes of that when it started, and I was like, oh, nostalgia, too. and then I didn't care anymore. But, like, um, that's all I needed to see. Right, yeah. So, uh, But I have Corey and Topanga, I, uh, Matthews. Um, so, mm, very good. Girl Meets World. Yeah. Very good. Dean? Well, Got I'm any gonna... more uh, cartoon porn on your list there, bud? Uh, that's a different list, uh, so I'm going to stick with this list for right but now. Strikingly similar to this one. <laughs> strikingly similar. <laughs> I'm going to go with the galaxy's favorite couple, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Han Solo and Leia Organa. Mm-hmm. Um, this galaxy power couple, um, you know, it changed the course of the universe. Their yeah. love... Um, Without their love, I don't think the Rebel Alliance would be where it is today. Mm-hmm. Um, their love saved all of us, not just the universe, all of us. Yeah. Plus, again, with the sex tape thing, <laughs> who wouldn't want to see Harrison Ford give it to Carrie Fisher? Sure, sure. Yep. Did they now? What? Why didn't that? Why just was the flame too hot to last? Why did it have to burn out? Why didn't they? Why didn't they make it? In the whiny Kylo Ren. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of a <laughs> lot of kids that uh, where their parents uh, uh, split up or whatever. You know, like, oh, I think it was my fault, and it, and it more likely wasn't it this was. time. No, totally Kylo Ren's fault. You yeah. sack of shit. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Yep. Terrible. Brian. All right, we have sort of a more modern version of Fred and Wilma Flintstone, Marge and Homer Simpson. Hmm. How about that? So not the perfect couple, but definitely love each other. Um, At the end of the day, she really is. Loves her family, saintly woman, like you say, and on the show, and Homer's a, a dumbass, but at the end of the day, you know, he loves his wife, he loves his family, and that shows uh, through on the series. So, and one of the longest running married yeah. couples depicted uh, the, matter of fact, the longest right. running married couple in television history, Marge and Homer Simpson. How about that? So, wow. there you go. Yep. Quite Squad the accomplishment. Goals. 
Yeah. Congratulations to the Simpsons. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he gives us hope. He gives us all of us uh, fat schlubs hope that we could land uh, such a dime piece like, uh, like Marge. Such a tall-haired woman. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. right, like Marge Simpson. <laughs> That's right. Let's just get up all in that shit. Yeah. Yep. Nick, what do you got next? Uh, next, I have uh, uh, here. Here's a layup for me. Uh, it's one mm-hmm. of my favorite shows of all time. Ross and Rachel from Friends. Sure. Um, Ross and Rachel, more so than just the whole Ross and Rachel angle, and the like. Really, when you look at the ten years of Friends. Um, you know, Ross and Rachel really only dated for like a couple of those seasons, right? He spends mm-hmm. the whole first season trying to, they're trying to work it out. He kind of likes her. She kind of likes him. They care about each other. They date in the second season. They get together. Third season falls apart, whatever. So there's, about, there's like a couple seasons there where they actually spend dating on again, off again. One has feelings for the other. The other one doesn't and vice versa through the years. All the while though, they are trying to find ways to be supportive of one another and there's this undertone of like really unconditional love that they have for one another throughout the years even when they're dating other people they show moments of really caring and for one another and rooting for one another there's an episode for example where ross sacrifices you know his some big speech because Rachel hurt herself and she won't take herself to the hospital. So he sacrifices this big moment for himself. And there's all these different ways where they're looking out for each other over the years, even though they're not together, haven't been together for many years. The love is still there and not to get too sappy about it, but it's just, it's an, it's a really nice thing. I mean, friends is a comedy series, but it's a very serious, you know, kind of look at what a relationship should be that even if, you know, when you really love someone, and they're, they're, you're not with them, the fact that you still look out for them, you still care for them, even if they, you know, don't get to be yours, you're still, you still have that love for them as a person. And the fact that they end up together at the end is very nice. Obviously, they have a child together before they end up for the final time with one another. But um, every time I watch it, and I just kind of watch different episodes, I'm like, it is a nice little thing that, sure, it's, it's a big crux of the whole storyline of, of the show, all through the years, Ross and Rachel, Ross and Rachel, when are they going to get back together? Um, but it is nice. There's all these little moments. They date many other people. Ross is married multiple other times, but eventually one of the times to Rachel. Um, but it's nice that they do end up together. And through the years, they kind of, they're always kind of looking out for one another, still showing love for one another, and then do find their way back to one another in the end. I like that. Very good. Excellent. Gotta Brian, love lobsters. Gotta love lobsters, man. Mm-hmm. Dean, I think you're up next. I am. Nick's oh, an idiot. That's um, okay. That's I... Right. <laughs> I was blinded by love, Dean. Fuck you. <laughs> I hope that someday when when Nick and you and I share our first kiss, the crowd goes, woo! Also. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's my hope. <laughs> it might. Um, my next offering for this love fest is a couple that... Um, Again, like Ross and Rachel, you, you, you see it blooming, but this started as a friendship. They gave it a little more time to build. Um, but the love that they showed that they had for each other through the show um, is, is really was really uh, special and, and like actual heartwarming in, in, at times. And, and actually, they, they never kind of deviated from the story. But I'm going with Just Tim and two Pam. girls, one cup. Isn't no. It? No, oh. but it's Jim and Pam from The Office. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
That's good. Um, there was a they had like a hiccup towards the end of the series, but they only only asked a couple episodes, and it wasn't even the idea of like they were going to break up. It was just like they had they had marital issues, like anybody else does. But for the most Mm -hmm. part, it just showed how much they cared for each other first as friends, and then um, the the it was honestly in TV form a beautiful. Uh, a relationship to watch and and a f- nice because like a lot of the other ones like Rush and Rachel will break up here, break up there. They they have to have their trials and tribulations. This was just kind of the heart of the show. Um, and I you know it was nice to see a, a couple on TV that didn't have like the tumultuous times. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the uh, Jim and Pam of it all uh, from The Office. Very good. Nice. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, another, now uh, is it Brian's uh, turn? Yes. It, yes, okay. yes. <laughs> well, there's so gonna show up learn- tonight was to hear Brian speak. Maybe he's just going to learn our names. Well, as a kid, you know, a lot of the reruns on television were from the 60s, you know, the 60s cartoons, television shows, and all of that, and... You know, as you might remember, so many wholesome couples in the 60s were depicted on television. You know, Fred and Wilma. Uh, we talked about, you know, Fred and Barney already and others. And another strange couple, well, maybe one of, the, one of the strangest married couples probably ever depicted on television, but just loved each other. So sweet and kind all the time, but just both very strange beings. The monsters. I'm going to give you Herman mm. and Lily Munster. <clears throat> just every scene of them. <clears throat> clear. Yeah, exactly. Herman loved Lily to death, and you know she was always very uh, a nice, motherly figure on the show. At the end of the day, there were two beings that loved each other even though they were weird they didn't think they were weird but the world thought they were weird but they still loved each other and their family and that's that in itself is a a nice message out there so Herman and Lily Munster love the Munsters to this day I like that there you go love it yes love it yeah love that Uh, love you guys also Um, I'm gonna go off the board with this one uh because i love you guys uh we i would say are proof that uh couples or 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 uh you know uh, uh, a tripod as you might call us mm-hmm. uh, i like to call us a thruple or is not bound necessarily to romantic love except you know sometimes off camera whatever but Outside of the box, this my next two hands and a submission love, baby. <laughs> is a couple, but not in the romantic sense. Uh, sometimes you might say that uh, you, you know, maybe you uh, love people uh, that you work with. A working relationship in many mm. ways could be like a yeah. relationship. And these yes. two gentlemen work together uh, and really, through it all, truly grew to love one another um, at many points throughout the show. I'm going to have to go with Walter and Jesse from Breaking Bad. Um, These two showed a lot of love for each other over the years. Uh, Mm -hmm. They certainly were a couple in the, uh, you know, space of uh, the drug industry. (laughs) Um, And, uh, you know, definitely you see the ups and downs of their relationship, times of them 
not trusting one another and going back and forth. There's power struggles and different dynamics in their relationship. But at the end of it all, um, I feel like both of them truly and at various points really deeply care about uh, the other one. And it's a very realistic look, I think, at like the human relationship element uh, with a friend and you know, like I said, they're kind of the ups and downs. At times, they almost felt like enemies, but ultimately, I think that they really cared about each other and loved one another. Um, so I, I will say Walter and Jesse from from Breaking Bad. That's that's kind of like uh, Brian and Nick, your your guys' relationship a lot. Mm-hmm. But but Nick doesn't uh, deal with uh, drugs. He deal he deals with hugs, and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but it's gotten in the way of his relationship a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a hug dealer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could go to Brian again, but I know I'll get corrected and redirected uh, to Dean. I so Dean, you might as well just this, fucking go. I will hug the shit out of you. Um, <laughs> my next one um, is legitimately one of my favorite couples of television. They they're just sweet and adorable and romantic, funny as is all get up, um, and it depicts society today. And I am proud, uh, uh, and and loving couple, uh, Cam and Mitchell from mm. Modern Family. Yes, yeah. very good, um, very good. Those two are just. Two of the funniest damn characters on TV, written well, um, portrayed fantastically by both. Um, but the but the couple themselves the, shows just like what a loving marriage uh, could and should be. I, I think it's a, a great depiction of just you know marriage, like everyday mm-hmm. marriage. You know, kind of like a, a Dan and Roseanne, or you know, just what uh, kind of an insight of what real life. Uh, marriage looks like so mm-hmm. yeah cam and mitchell from modern family it's a good one Very great nice. choice yep well as a kid is uh, this couple came from the world of comics originally and it really depicted a couple that had a, a lot of struggles and it found a way to persevere and remain together yeah he was uh, uh, broke most of the time, you know, struggling to survive in the comics, but he had this a lot of conflict. I didn't know Dean and Megan were a comic book character <laughs> before they were our friends. That's crazy. <laughs> With this head, you don't think this was a comic book? <laughs> That's right. That's right. And, and she was a well-known model and kind of a you know about town. And he was struggling to you know maintain the you know the all that stuff. So I'm going to give you Peter Parker and Mary Jane Watson. You know, the amazing Spider-Man and Mary Jane. So they call so, me Peter Peeker. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. And Nick, they've called Peter Porker, if I'm not mistaken. Right. At, at times. Yes. 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 No, but in the comics, you know, just a the great. Slider-verse. Yes. <laughs> That's right. That's right. No, but that's that's what makes Spider-Man a very relatable character. Is that he was just an every man, you know, 
struggling to make ends meet. He had this power, obviously the whole great power with comes great responsibility. So he's out there trying to use his powers for good, has to deal with an ailing aging aunt, trying to keep up with Mary Jane, her lifestyle, and she's desired by all these people. You try to keep up with Mary Jane all the time, don't you? That's right. That's right. That's right. Anyway, great fictional couple. I remember as a kid thinking that's something i mean that, that seemed real to me like that's real grown-up type problems that peter parker had it was not relatable when i first started reading it but as you grow up and and you know it's it is there he is a, still a relatable character i think even in the movies and all that today so there you go thanks Nick, who else you got yep uh this one is uh one that i kind of see happening in the future Okay. Mm-hmm. This is one that certainly has kind of been in the works. It's been making its way there for a while, and this is one that I definitely see being the next great love affair. Ladies and gentlemen, it's me and my brand new electric bike from our friends Ooh. at RPM Bike Shop. That's right. I can see <laughs> myself today riding mm. off into my electric future with the finest electric bike on the market today from our friends at RPM Bike Shop. That's right. They uh, Here's why I see it happening. Okay, I am here in Northeast Ohio. They are in Carrollton, right here in Northeastern Ohio, right? The logistics work out. Um, I can see myself with a wonderful electric bike. And you might be able to see yourself with one of their wonderful electric bikes. In fact, you can head on over to their website, which is rpmbikeshop.com, see for yourself. You can also go to their Facebook page, just search RPM Bike Shop, or, hey, maybe give them a call on the love line, 330-808-7792. And perhaps you can find your next great love affair with Mm. an electric bike from RPM Bike Shop. Mm. That's right. It's a good pick. That's a pro tip for you. you. I think the love affair started when you backed into the handlebar. (laughs) Well, I definitely felt some things. Uh, Mm -hmm. Certainly, uh, my my spider senses were tingling. I felt Mm. some things that I hadn't felt in a while. And uh, yeah, certainly. There was chemistry. Let's just say that. Um, For my my next submission, aside from myself and and Mm -hmm. RPM Bike Shop, there, this was. I was almost going to cheat and say the whole show because there's like a lot of great couples on the show. But if I had to pick out one, I'll go with them. Um, I could have cheated and said basically any married couple um, from uh, This Is Us. Uh, mm-hmm. There's so many great examples of unconditional love uh, <laughs> on that show. But is there any more pure? than Jack and Rebecca, their whole love story, the tragic end. I mean, honestly, at the beginning, they have turbulent times. Like, he's a bit of an alcoholic. He needs to get his drinking under control. Um, You know, and she's, there's jealousy. Somebody's calling her her a complainer. (laughs) (laughs) But ultimately, by all intent and purposes, until, you know, he dies tragically in in the house fire, uh, they just have a wonderful life raising their three kids. And um, I love the way that that show highlights their love and then the way it kind of carries over into the relationships of their children throughout the year. And the, the ending year. was beautiful for them. Bah! Sorry. What ending? Wait, no, because I still haven't finished the last season. How in the f- Dude, we just started rewatching Loki, okay? We started watch, started we picked Loki back up, all right? It's, it's mm-hmm. things are okay. working we're not linear here. I'm still not done with this as us. But 
Beautiful love story. Beautiful love story. <laughs> also, it ends with them both being eaten by a bear. All right, I spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> Quick shout out to Beth and Randall. Hey. Beth and Randall are a great fucking example of what a couple should be. They support each other. They love each other. It's fantastic. They blow up on a, a house explosion in Mars <laughs> when they colonized it. <laughs> You're going to be really surprised by this last season. Mm-hmm. Fucking writers just stopped giving a shit. Well, all the same. Seasons one through eight of this, or seven of This Is Us, whatever it was, it was fantastic. But yeah, I've got uh, Jack and Rebecca from This Is Us. Just just a, just a lovely little story there. Dean. All right. Um, Any shows that you can speak on there, couples that you've actually finished? I'm about to finish on you. Oh. Um, <laughs> the next one this I'm going to go turn with. for the sex. <laughs> yeah, then. I'm going to go with. Um, you know what? Here we go. I'm going to go. I've, I've gone to like like good pure couples that I've enjoyed their love and enjoyed their affection. I want to put one on my list that is. Um, a bit rocky. Um, that that has those trials and tribulations that didn't quite start out well, and but they had the the the, the greatest chemistry, um, good and bad chemistry, back and forth, um, even to where it got physical, um, with Ooh. slapping each other. Oh, was, are you talking about was, you and me? Was, God, I hope so. <laughs> um, no, I'm talking about uh, uh, Sam Malone and Diane Chambers mm. from yes. Cheers. Um, and they're on my list because the, the attraction was always there. Um, but I put them on the list of the banter. Like it's that pulling the pigtails, um, dipping the pigtails in, in ink type thing, you know, where you like her, so you pick on her. And she liked him, so she picked on him. Um, there was jealousy there when, when they saw each other with other people. And even up until the, the final episode of the series. Nick, I don't want to spoil it for you, because you've probably <laughs> never seen it. Um, I've never heard of Cheers. <laughs> especially <laughs> while you're doing uh, the show. Um, so, I would say, yeah, th- those two are, are up there with my favorite couple, given that it was on and off again. Um, but the love was always there, and, and it was funny and exciting, especially for the time. Um, it, uh, I think America sitcoms had had always seen these couples that were loving and and uh, from the well even then the Cosby Show that showed the the you know the perfect marriage Mary Tyler Moore Dick Van Dyke you know all of these different shows like that I think uh, uh, Cheers was something different and showed something mm. different and and I think uh, everybody was drawn to it and so mm. yep Sam Malone and Diane Chambers from Cheers. Yeah, that's a great one. It, it, that that final scene, Dean, when it's very powerful. Said it, it sticks to me even today. Like it, many of us have had that feel that you're you're trying to make it with somebody and it's not really. And then then it's like, well, I'm gonna you know you're breaking up, and I'm, but I'll come back and we'll we'll do this or we'll do that, and you know I'll come back in six months or something like that. And she walks up those stairs, and I, he just kind of stood there. And, yep. And he, he just said, after she closed the door, have a good life, because he knew he was not going to see her again. And I was like, wow, that was just such a powerful right. moment in that series there with those two. But anyways. Speaking of not going to see each other again, uh, the two sides mm-hmm. of Dean's shirt. Dean, are you um, wearing a flannel shirt completely open with no undershirt? Is that what's happening right now? 
No undershirt, but it's buttoned down here. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's it's I, just I can... the, the camera is, is higher, okay. so you're just getting the sexiness that is the chest. <laughs> Do that. Okay. Is that better? Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, okay. It just looked like it was kind of just open there, and I'm like, it's always see open you, you there. And... <laughs> yeah, that light reflection is something else. You get yourself a, you get yourself a tan <laughs> through the, the video. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to give you. Uh, Dean already said it. It's an overlap here, but uh, the first power couple in the universe, Han and Leia, is on my list as well. So I remember as a kid, it was like, "Wow, those two can't possibly get together." And they sure did, and it was uh, pretty amazing in the in the movie. Uh, you know, and of course, Empire Strikes Back when they got together. So that was uh, uh, awesome. Great couple. That's it. So there you have it. The first power couple in my youth, Han and Leia. Absolutely. Yes. And uh, my my final submission here, I've had a lot of ideal couples. Uh, you know, ups and downs, sure, but a lot of, most for the most part, smooth sailing. This couple did not have uh, an ideal relationship in our time viewing their relationship. Um, but through it all, they stuck together. Uh, it may have taken him, uh, you know, uh, flying around their home city and rescuing their son from certain death, but it was Liz and Howard from Jingle All the Way. He may not have always been around, but damn it, it was all in the interest of making mm-hmm. their sweet, sweet boy happy on Christmas yep. and being dedicated to providing a lovely life for his mm-hmm. family. And after it all, damn it, they turned it around. He started focusing on family more and are just Liz and Howard, just the best through, through the good times and the bad, through the turbo mans and the boosters. They made it together. Liz and Howard Langston from Jingle all the way through the sleazy neighbors, mm-hmm. the house fires, the burglaries, the reindeer. I was stuck it out. for the sleazy neighbor. It's kind of how I watched the movie. Yeah, so was he. All right. Um, so let's go through some of our um, uh, honorable mentions, right, gentlemen? Billy mm-hmm. and Marshall from uh, How We Met Your Mother. Uh, the next one, real quick, I will go uh, uh, Ariel and Eric, just because, once again, sex tape. Uh, Little Mermaid, and that was that's from. Okay. And then Brian is unenthused. <laughs> You're telling me you wouldn't watch a, a Disney Ariel and Eric sex tape? You wouldn't. You wouldn't pop that on. Uh, you're lying. That's what yeah. you're doing. Pop so it on. Like I've searched 15. it out. Yeah, sure. That's right. Everything exists yeah. on the internet. We have AI. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Yep. And animated then, for even longer. I have. Uh, oh yeah, here it is. Uh, Noah and Allie. Uh, if you're not familiar with the two names, they are the two characters from the movie The Notebook. That's some guy and <laughs> girlfriend. Uh, slow down. Hey, there. <laughs> no, Noah and Allie from The Notebook. Oh, okay. They had their ups and downs, but God damn it, they died holding hands at the same time. Sure. There you go. So, come on. That's true love. Or sure. they just 
got tired of each other and just died out of exhaustion. What do you say we just both die simultaneously? Right. We can just only ask each other what each other yeah. want to eat for so long right. and no one mm. answers before we just die. I feel like I that's stopped. how Robin and I are going to go. Yeah. We're just going to be asking each other what we want for dinner and then we'll just both give up and die together. I stopped caring how your day was <laughs> back in 83. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> so, next. <laughs> uh, okay, I have a Honorable mention list here: the, the, the probably the most passionate couple I can remember. The early uh, it, it, from early television. Another strange couple: uh, uh, Gomez and Morticia Adams. How about that? So, on the original Adams family, I would even uh, put that one even up above uh, Herman and Lily. I mean, j- yeah, the just, passion was there. Yes. Like, I mean, they couldn't keep their hands off of each other. No, and that was, again, that was early, even the 60s television. Yeah. That was that was definitely a little bit risky. Kissing up that time. arm. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, they were definitely, they, they, they probably incorporated thing. It was a whole thing over there in that house. You know what I mean? So, yeah, good stuff. I'm just going to go through a quick, real fast. I also had Cam and Mitch from Modern Family. Indeed. Sam and Diane also had from Cheers. Pam and Jim, The Office, I had them as well. Ben and Leslie from Park Parks and Rec. Oh, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Very sweet That's couple. Nice. Again, another early couple on television that loved each other and they go through a lot of weird and strange uh, things. Uh, Samantha and Darren from Bewitched. I remember watching Bewitched often as a kid. I love that role. Yeah, absolutely. George and Jane Jetson, another uh, early cartoon. George and Wheezy Jefferson, another uh, show I used to love watching, the Jeffersons back in its time. Talking about uh, a needed sex tape. Sure. <laughs> it, yeah, they it, had a great, they probably had the maid in there, the whole mm-hmm. thing, you know? Mm. <laughs> uh, an 80s show, uh. watching my parents, I thought was cool. Heart to Heart, that's a, that's a, that's a retro uh, throwback for you there. Uh, Jennifer and Jonathan Hart. Uh, I had Ross and Rachel and also Monica and Chandler, kind of you know, the same for friends. Okay. Lois Lane, Superman, and uh, Shrek, and Fiona from the yes. Shrek movies. And finally, way back television, I used to watch reruns of this as well, Lucy and Ricky, another great depicted married couple on television. There you have it. Nick, what do you got for your honorable mention? Honorable mentions. Uh, this is one that I always enjoyed as a sitcom. Uh, Doug and Carrie Heffernan from King of Queens. Uh, similar mm. dynamic to yeah. the super hot wife and the kind of yeah. you know dumpy guy, whatever. But um, she had this demeanor where a lot of times she acted very annoyed by him, very you know whatever. But there were these moments where they showed a lot of love for each other, and I like that. Uh, cartoon couple, Aladdin and Jasmine. Obviously, uh, mm-hmm, classes mm-hmm. aside, uh, they mm. fell in love with one another, and I thought that was yeah. really very nice. Yeah, they did. Um, in the spirit mm. of couples that simply couldn't keep their hands off of each other, and I absolutely find hilarious through the years, another friend's one, Jack and Judy Geller. I love how in love they are with each other, even as they're sure. older and they're okay. constantly finding, you know, and, and messing around and anniversary parties and in the bathroom. It's just, I love how, like, always all over each other they were throughout the years. It was kind of cool. And uh, another one, just a good, supportive couple through thick and thin. A very pure couple on both sides, really. Clark and Ellen Griswold. Um, uh, just two yeah. pure, sweet people um, yeah. that kind of stick <clears throat> by each other uh, through thick and thin. So, yep, that's those are my honorable mentions. 
Very good. Very good. I have one more couple, guys, that mm. when they come together, mm-hmm. creates magic. It I may creates... have witnessed this happening tonight. Yes. I'm coming together. Magic. Oh, or and creates... yeah, they create as well. Yeah. Art. Mm-hmm. A little bit of pain. Mm-hmm. A beautiful yeah. pain, if mm-hmm. I may say. Uh, a a You're tattoo still talking about, needle. Uh, Doctor Smith and Will Robin. No, <laughs> no, absolutely not. Absolutely you can't edit that one out. <laughs> yeah, it's in the middle of an ad read. Gotta get we'll it. Call, yeah, we're gonna call nine one one here in, in just just a moment here. It's a, yeah. uh, a tattoo needle and skin is what I was referring to as another mm. dynamic. Oh, I was couple. so close. But this, but this is a real couple and. If you want to experience this real dynamic couple and create your own magic and your own experience your own art forever, then contact our, our friends at Golden Heart Tattoo. Find them on Facebook at Golden Heart Norton and O R T O N. That might be this might be changing soon. We'll keep you posted. Details to come. Details to come. Uh, find them online, goldenhearttattoos.com, or give them a call at Two three four seven zero six two nine eight two, and ask them where the hell are you located right now? Because we're still, we're trying to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they will tell you wherever they are for an appointment, whether it be Norton, whether it be Watt, or where the hell it's going to, wherever they're going to be. But uh, experience your own. No spoiler alerts. Uh, that's right, your own your own magic. There you have it, gentlemen. What? We've experienced oh. it. We've 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 given enough love, I think, for an entire episode here. So Some much say love. too much. Yeah, that's why I came in late. It's all about as much love as I can give. It's, yeah, <laughs> I'm spent. I give you about a yeah. third, half yeah. at best. Yes, uh, certainly more than we've been able to provide our lovely ladies in any uh, single uh, amount of time in, in quite a while, you know, we didn't even need, we didn't even need a blue pill for this one. No, 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 absolutely not. So Nick, take us out, please, sir. I, in a lovely way, I would love to, because I love you guys. And I love you our three Mm. and a half listeners. I love you all so very much that I would love for you to come and find us. On your favorite social media accounts you can find links to each and every one of them on our link tree go to google type in convincing idiots link tree l-i-n-k-t-r-e-e you can also find that on our website convincingidiots.wordpress.com so for this ever so special and romantic episode of convincing idiots i am millennial nick i'm the lovely zennial dean Loving Gen X Brian. We all do. Have we tantalized your senses and enticed you to join us for another romantic episode of Convincing Idiots? Happy Valentine's Day. Mmm. You have, you have one minute. Five, yeah, that's about four, all I got. Three.
this week on Commencing It, it's a good thing you stopped by because we we talk about Madam Web. We talk about uh, the couples, our favorite fictional couples. We get into asking Commencing. God damn it! Yeah, good fucking do it. Sixty no. seconds. One minute. One no. fucking minute. No. One minute. Stop. I'm not gonna make it. No. All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you, a link. you could have made yep. it, but you didn't. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. I got too excited and shot my. All right.